Romans chapter 5 verse 8 For God commended his love towards us In that while we were yet sinners Christ died for us So it's not about what we have done Or what we will ever do It's about his love for us I can boldly tell you That it's not about what you have done It's not about what you are doing It's not about what you will ever do God loves you And you need to realize that because he loves you He will not lead you in what you are going through service is a Bible study. Um, I thank you uh, everyone um, for joining us uh, right from uh, last week Sunday. Uh, we've been having all our services online uh, due to the government lockdown and the health precautions that we've all been asked to take. So we're not gathering physically but we've been gathering online and if you've been following all our online uh, 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 sessions um, services I'm so sure that you have been tremendously blessed uh, on Monday we prayed you know for about 30 minutes together agreeing that the work of this virus on the air on the face of the earth will be put to a stop that healing will begin to take place in mass and we know of a truth that God is a God that answers prayers so one more time i welcome you to love domain family assembly online service i can see everybody uh i decided to do this as a uh, 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 a selfie uh, uh, a recording so that i can see your comments i can see the people coming online but adventure you have a question or something you want to ask during the course of the of the teaching please feel free to post i'm going to see it and um, i hope i'll have time uh, to be able to answer uh, your questions hallelujah i believe you have your bible uh, which you have my bible right here glory to god and i'm so excited because i know uh, the word of god has you know the power to transform he has the power to change lives you know so i know that tonight something is about to happen something is going to take place in your life that you will not you know recover from something awesome something that goes you know beyond you hallelujah glory 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 to god hallelujah so our main text tonight we're going to be looking at the book of matthew don't forget if you have seen uh, the flyer for uh, this meeting before now um is survival series survival series survival series and um what we uh we're going to have uh, a main text that we're going to be uh, using as our anchor scripture uh, for this whole series. Survival series, thriving in times like this. Thriving in times like this. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Can we, can we all see me? Uh, I'm finding out that, that some people are saying uh, that they can't see me. Can we all, can you see me? Can you see me? It, it may be your network over there. It may be your network because I'm seeing people's response over here. I, I'm seeing people's response. So it may be um, your network. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So we're going to have a handcuff scripture, a text upon which this teaching is going to be rest. And I thank God for the word that he gave us for this season. And... Because it's a word that is needed, not just for, for those of you listening to me, but for the entire world. Because there's so much 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Akomalafe Peter. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I believe for those people that are finding it difficult to see me, I know it's probably the network on your side. So, uh, as I was saying, it, it's a message that is needed all over the world. There's so much fear in the world right now. There's so much fear. People are afraid. They don't know what tomorrow holds. They're not sure if they will see tomorrow. They're not sure if they will <coughs> contact the virus. They're not, they're not certain. But I came with a word for us tonight because, you see, trouble may abound all around us, but in the midst of it, as believers, our faith, our anchor, I mean the anchor, our faith should be inged on God and we should know that we are exempted from the trouble that is reigning and ruling on the face of the earth right now. So I'm going to read the scripture to us. Uh, that's from Matthew uh, chapter 7 and uh, we're going to start from uh, verse 24. Now, if, you're, if you have your Bibles there, you'll find out that the words I'm about to read, they're in red letter, which means they are the words of Jesus. Now, he says, Therefore, whoever hears the sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. Then in verse 26, he said, But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. You see, what I want us to understand tonight is that troubles will come i know that there was a time in the history of the church where people felt like the gospel is when you come to jesus you are exempted from trouble but we read in scripture that jesus himself said in this world you will have many tribulations he said but be of good cheer he said be of good cheer for i have overcome the world in this world, in this world, you will have many trouble. You will have many trouble in this world. He said, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome them. I mean, you will also overcome them. Hallelujah. So, from the story that we have read tonight, that Jesus was trying to show to the people, he said there are two buildings. He said one was built upon the rock, and another was built upon the sand. Now it says, for both houses, the wind blew. There was a storm. There was a rain that descended. There were a lot of things coming against, not just the house that was built on the rock, but also the house that was built on the sand. He said, the storm blew everything. Things were happening to these, I mean, to these houses. But you know what happened? By the time the wind had stopped blowing and the storm was over, there was a particular house that was standing and the other one was already blown off by the wind. Now, what that means is that, see, Jesus was trying to establish the fact that in this world, there will be trials, there will be troubled times, just like the times that we're living in right now. There's so much fear. There's so much fear. 
There's so much fear. People are scared. People are afraid. They're not sure of what will happen tomorrow. But we are not people that live in this world without hope. The Bible says in Romans chapter 5, verse 8, is that our all maketh not ashamed. That means our, I mean, verse 5, Romans chapter 5, verse 5, he said, hope maketh not ashamed. The hope that we have does not disappoint. It does not disappoint. In these times that we are, we are not supposed to be scared of what the world is scared of. We're not supposed to be afraid of what the world is afraid of. Now, troubles will come. There's a plague ravaging the face of the earth. But are we supposed to be scared that it's going to come to our house? Of course, no. Jesus said a man built his house upon the rock. He built his house upon the rock. And another built his own upon the sand. The wind blew against the two. That means whatever is happening in the world is also happening to us. Glory to God. We are in the world that coronavirus is ravaging the face of the earth. We are in the same world with those people. But I love what Jesus said. Because he said by the time the storm was over, by the time the rain stopped, there was a building that was standing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In other words, as a believer, you are going to survive these times. In other words, at the end of all of this plague, because it's definitely going to pass. There's a lot of plague that has come to the face of the earth, beginning from scripture. We had the 10 plagues in Egypt. We have, we've had, even in our, in our world, we've had SARS, we've had MERS, and I mean, different, different kind of plague. The last time we had Ebola. We had Ebola, Ebola virus, ravaging the face of the earth. But it also passed. And the same way that passed is the same way this COVID-19, this coronavirus also will pass. It will also pass. It will also pass. Listen to me. You need to uh, um, develop, I mean, make up your mind. Because in this season where there's so much fear in the land, you need to understand that your hope is not like the hope that the people of the world have. Your hope is in God, the creator of the universe. Now, one thing I love about this particular story is that Jesus said that the man that founded his house upon the rock, he said it was the man that heard his saying, he said the man who hears this saying of mine and does them. He is not just hearing it, is doing them. He said that man is the man that has his house on the rock. In other words, as believers in times of storm, we have responsibility. And the responsibility that we have is to stand on the word of God, the word that God has given us. And you know, you know, interestingly, it's always easy to say that. You know, uh, I'm standing on the word of God and all of that when things are going all fine. But you see, when God expects you to stand on his word, is not when things are going fine, but when things are going wrong. All odds are against you. When everything is saying that it will not work, that is the time that you're supposed to stand on the word that God has given you. Jesus said that the man that built his house on the rock, the house that stood at the end of the storm, was the man that heard his sayings and was doing them. He was doing his word. He was doing, he heard. 
He didn't just hear. He was doing the word. You see, the problem is a lot of us go to church, a lot of us read the Bible, we listen to tapes, we watch, and all of that. The problem with most people is in the doing of the word of God. The doing part. The doing part. And Jesus said, when you combine the hearing and the doing together, and you match the two of them together, he said, you are like that man that built his house upon the rock. So in this season where there's so much fear in the land, what you're supposed to be standing on is the word. The word is supposed to be in your mouth. You're supposed to be confessing the word of God. You're supposed to be standing on the word of God. You're supposed to be doing the word of God. It's not a time to exhibit fear because faith and fear don't go together. They do not go together. They do not go together. You and I should have scriptures that we used to embolden ourselves in times of fear. Psalm 91 that a lot of people are quoting in this season has always been there. We need to make it personal. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He that dwelleth in the secret place. So I dwell in the secret place. You dwell in the secret place of the Most High. You abide under the shadow of the Almighty. That means there's no plague, there's no disease that can come near your house. There's no disease, there's no plague that can come near your dwelling. You are secured in God. You will go through the times and you will thrive. No evil will befall you. No evil will befall you. I love the journey of Paul. You know, uh, the, uh, when, when they found themselves on the island of uh, uh, Melitus uh, after the crash, Paul said, I have seen and I know that there's a storm coming. There's a storm that is going to blow. But you see, in this storm, there is nobody that is going to be missing. There is nobody that is going to die. Such faith, such audacity. And as he spoke, that was exactly what happened. We need to open up our mouth in this season and speak the word of God into our streets. Speak the word of God into our state. Declare the things that we want to see. Not what you are seeing, but what you want to see. Someone came and said, you know, Pastor, I have, I have problems. I have loads of problems. And I said to that person, you're not the first person to have a problem. The first introduction of God to us in Genesis chapter 1, after God was introduced to us, the next thing that was said to us in Genesis chapter 1 was the fact that God had a problem. I know you probably may not have seen it that way. But God suddenly, suddenly there was a problem. The earth was without form and void. Darkness covered the face of the deep. There was so much turmoil on the face of the earth. Nothing was working. But God was not going to stay there in Genesis chapter 1 and begin to wail over the situation. He was not going to stay there and begin to think, what am I going to do in this situation? Rather, instead of what he was seeing, of seeing what he was seeing, he was declaring what he wants to see. The Bible says, God said, let there be light and there was light. Let there be light and there was light. Let there be light and there was light. Light shone as God spoke. Someone said to me some years ago, and I, I think I love it. He said, if God had come and God had looked at the darkness and all he did was, ah, oh, 
darkness. The intensity of the darkness will have multiplied. Because there's power in your mouth. There's power in your mouth. The Bible says death and life are in the power of the tongue. Those that love it, they shall eat of the fruit thereof. So in this season, we should not speak fear. We should speak we should speak and say the things that we want to see. Our, our language should be faith-filled in this season. Glory to God. Our language should be faith-filled. We are not of them that, you know, that, that say the things that we see, but rather the things that we want to see. That's how a believer is meant to live. The storm will come. Jesus established it. He said the two houses were standing. The storm came. The wind blew. Things will happen. He said, but the man that hears me and does what I am saying is like the man that has his house on the rock. Because after the storm is over, that man will still be standing. Oh, I came with a charge for you tonight. That everything that you have heard, because a lot of us are we're loaded with scriptures, but we're not putting those scriptures to work. We are not doing the word. I came with a charge for you that in this season, more than ever before, as you stand upon the word of God, as you proclaim the word of God, your faith will carry you through this season in the name of Jesus. No evil is coming near your home. No evil is coming near your dwelling. No evil is coming near your home. No evil is coming near your dwelling. You are secured in God. You are secured in God. You are secured in God. Hallelujah. I, I, I feel so much excitement in my spirit. Because I know that this time will pass. It will pass. The ten plagues passed. Even the angel of death passed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We will survive in this season. We will thrive in this season. There's nothing that can take us out. Glory to God. There's nothing that can take us out. You know, one time I, I was telling my wife, I said, see, uh, <laughs> you know, what, what, one of the things that, you know, um, I, I've come to, you know, understand about the life of a believer is that in every situation, we always find ourselves winning. I love what Paul said. Paul said, God causes us to always triumph. In other words, things will come, but we will always overcome. We will always. I mean, somehow we will always overcome. In other words, there's nothing that happens to us or happens on the face of the earth that we will not overcome. It's interesting for you to know that even when we talk about death, when we talk about death, even in death, we are victorious. I love Paul. Paul said, for me to live is Christ. And for me to die is gain. For me to be alive, I live for Christ. Even if I die, death is a benefit unto me. Because even in death, we are victorious. We are victorious. We know we have not lost even in death. So in death, we rejoice. Glory to God. I, I know that's strange for a lot of people. There's no situation where we don't thrive. There's no situation where we don't win. 
We win. We win. Can, can I read a scripture to us? You know, uh, 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 or one more scripture to us uh, tonight uh, from the book of Romans. You know, Romans. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory to God. Glory, glory, glory to God. Are you still there? If you're there, say I'm there. You can just type it. Let me know you're still there. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Amen. Are you there? If you're still there, just type, I am there, Pastor. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory to God. Amen. Now look at look at Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. I'll read from verse 28. It says, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. He said, we know that all things work together for good. Now, I know that, um, you know, if you're not a believer, if you're not a Christian, that's why you need to give your life to Christ. If you're not a Christian, if you're not a believer, you, you, cannot, you cannot lay claim on this scripture. You can't lay hold on it. He said, for we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and are the called according to his purpose. When you're called by God, and I believe you know that you are called. You know, calling, you know, <laughs> calling is not, you know, a calling to, to be a pastor, to be an evangelist and all of that. All believers are called. We were all called out of darkness. We were called out of darkness into his marvelous light. Every single one of us have a calling. We were all called out of darkness. Now he said, all things work together for good. See, I don't know about you, but in the midst of trouble, in the midst of trial, I see the goodness of God working on my behalf. I see his goodness. It's something that is difficult for a lot of people. But that's the way I've learned to live my life. I see the goodness of God in the midst of, in the midst of darkness, in the midst of trouble, in the midst of trial. I see his goodness working on my behalf. He said all things work together for good. All things work together for good. Now this may sound as if, you know, uh, maybe we're proud as Christians and all of that. Glory to God. But see, whatever it is that is happening on the face of the earth right now is working in our favor. I know I've heard a lot of men of God, you know, come and say that God is the one that brought COVID-19 on. I mean, we've trashed that. That's one of the things we dealt with last week. God is not the one behind COVID-19 because COVID-19 is an angel of death. He brings death. And God is not, is not a death dispenser. God is a life giver. He gives life. That's what he does. God gives life. He doesn't dispense death. He's full, He's full of life. Jesus is a life-giving spirit. In Jesus is the fullness of the Godhead bodily. When you wait to know or study about the character and the nature of God, you need to look at Christ. Outside of Christ, you can't say that this is who God is. Outside of Christ, you can't, you can't say this is who God is. In Christ, is all the fullness of the Godhead. And in Acts chapter 10, verse 38 that we read on Sunday, he said, How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who went about doing good, and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. So Jesus is a healer. 
And you can't say the healer is the one that is bringing the sickness. How will he bring a sickness and at the same time is the one healing the sickness? So, I mean, God, God is a life giver. He says, all things work together for good. I don't know the death that is ravaging the face of the earth right now. But in the midst of this, something is working for our good. Because God is always on our side. One of the things he told Joseph was that this child that you're going to be given back to, his name shall be called Emmanuel. For he shall, for, I mean, we, he shall be, I mean his name shall be called Emmanuel, which is being interpreted as God with us. God with us. God is with us. In the midst of this, of this plague, in the midst of the pandemic, in the midst of the fear, God is with us. And if God is with us, what it means is that when this is all over, you and I will still be standing here. We will be standing here. There's nothing the devil can do about it. He can't take us out. He can't take us out. For all things will work together for our good. See, I, I tell people that, that that scripture in Romans chapter 8 was a revelation for Paul. But there was somebody who lived out that particular revelation. He was the first person to make a statement that looks like this. And that was the person of Joseph. They plotted his death. They plotted him being sold. They did every kind of stuff against Joseph. But the plans and the purpose of God for him still manifested. And when he was manifested and he saw his brothers, you know what he told them? He said, you meant it for evil, but God turned it around for good. See, listen to me. I don't know about you. I don't know what you see, but I see the church of Christ. I see the body of Christ coming out of this stronger like never before. We're coming out stronger. Even in different nations, especially in Nigeria, we have seen the church rising. We've seen the church. The church is rising. The church can no longer be despised. The church can no longer be despised. The church is rising. In the midst of all of this, God is going to be glorified. He is going to be glorified. You will go through this. By the time this blows over, you and I will still be standing here. Your family will be standing here. We are all going to be here. And you know what will keep us? Because we are standing upon the rock. The difference between the house that was blown off and the one that was standing was where they were built. The foundation. Glory to God. And you and I, we have a firm foundation. Our foundation is Christ. Paul said, no other foundation can be laid except that which has been laid. There's no other foundation. And this foundation cannot be corrupted. It cannot be destroyed. This foundation is Christ. And upon Christ we have been built. And because we have been built and founded upon Christ, it is certain that when this blows over, you and I will still be standing here. We'll still be standing here. And I want you to have that faith. You know, I've been through a lot in my little life. I've been through a lot. I've faced a lot of challenges. And I just keep pressing. I keep moving. You know, um, some people that are, have opportunity to get close to me, they always ask me, how, how, do you, how do you even do these things? I mean, how do you even, how do you manage these things? And I always tell them, how I manage it is that I know that somehow, some way, Somehow, some way, I'm going to get through this. 
I'll read just one more scripture to us tonight uh, before uh, we round up. And uh, I'll look forward to you uh, joining us on Sunday uh, for a service by 9 a.m. Uh, it's just going to be an hour, uh, 15 minute service. We're going to start by 9 and by 10.15 we're going to be done. Um, I'll read just you know one more scripture to us, very popular scripture that uh, we all know, glory to God, is in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. It says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, all for the joy that was set ahead of him, despised the cross, endured the shame. He despised the cross, he endured the shame. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set ahead of him. Listen to me. One of the reasons why Jesus was able to go through all that he went through was because he saw something ahead of him. So I don't know about you, but a lot of people right now are focused on the season we're in. They are focused on the COVID virus. They are so concerned about the coronavirus. But can I tell you, listen, there is going to be a life after this virus. There's going to be a life after this disease. And what you should be focused on is what is going to happen after. Because there's an after this plague. There's an after this pandemic. And you and I built upon the solid rock. We are going to be standing there. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Oh, for the joy that was set ahead of him. Set ahead of him. He endured the cross. He despised the shame. He endured the cross. He despised the shame. See, I'm not, I'm not focused on what is happening around me right now. My focus is on what is going to happen after here. Because I know that I'm going to be here after when all this is passed. I'm, a, I'm, a, <laughs> I, I'm strong. I'm strong. My faith is strong. I trust God to go through. I trust God to go through. I know he will take me through. I know he is with me. And because he is with me, we are going through together. I pray for everyone tonight, under the sound of my voice, that in this season, no evil come near your dwelling in the name of Jesus. I pray for you that God will take you through this season. No death in your house. No disease in your house. No sickness in your house. In the name of Jesus. You are dwelling under the shadow of the Almighty. You are covered by the blood of Jesus. I cover your whole house. I plead the blood over your house, over your children, over your husband, over your, your, your finance, over your job, over everything that concerns you. I plead that blood upon it. And listen to me. He said in his word, he said to the children of Israel, he said, when I see the blood, I will pass over. We are covered by the blood. We are covered by the blood. This plague will also pass because you and I will thrive in these times father i thank you for your word i thank you for the people that are out there listening to me i know that you are able to keep the bible says now to him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think according to the power that is at work in us i know in this season in this season you will keep every single one watching this video by the time all of this is passed just like the house that was built upon the rock each one will be standing with their families there shall be nobody missing 
Nobody's going to be wanting in the name of Jesus. Nobody is going to be missing in your house. Nobody's going to be wanting in your house. You are all going to stand in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Heavenly Father. We give you praise and glory. We give you all the honor. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. That message was from the stables of Love's Domain Family Assembly. Senior pastors are Pastor Banji and KG Oladipo. To reach this ministry, send a mail to lovesdomainfamily at gmail.com. Remain blessed.